0: This is the Compete with Stack podcast. I am your host, Coach Adam Carter, head football coach at Grayson High School. This podcast will dive into the 3-3 stack and three high safety defenses and hopefully be a resource for coaches across the country. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy. Coaches, if you are serious about your game day communication, then CoachCom is the only company you should trust. There's a reason they have a 97% of all Division I schools, as well as thousands of high schools and small colleges around the country. Nobody knows more about what you deal with on game day than these guys. I can tell you this, with as much hard work and planning as we do each week, I sure as heck don't want to miss calls on a headset on the sideline. Don't be fooled by your imitators. Go see the best at www.coachcom.com. This year, the NFL will mandate guardian caps for all offensive linemen, defensive linemen, linebackers, and tight ends during training camp. I've used guardian caps for the last five or six years in my program, and I know they help. The caps can reduce up to 33% of the impact, addressing the repetitive sub-concussive blows, but also help protect helmets, paint, and decals. You see them everywhere you go this spring. Georgia, Alabama, Texas names, Stanford, and now the NFL – Make sure you get some for your team. Check them out, www.guardiancaps.com. Today's guest on the Compete with the Stack podcast is Coach Tim Boyd. Uh, Coach Tim Boyd has had time at the collegiate level, is also uh, the high school level. He is the current D.C. at Guilford College, Um, has also won a state championship back in 2018. Uh, Chester High School in South Carolina. Um, so, Coach, I appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us.
1: Oh, uh, Coach Carter, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you uh, reaching out and giving me an opportunity to speak. Um, just, just you know, humbly honored uh, to have this opportunity, man. I'm excited. So,
0: what we're going to kind of go today is, is um, Coach uh, he does the linebackers at Guilford. Um, so, we're going to talk kind of a box play and linebacker stuff, and then get into kind of building that system between the one high and, and three high. I think that that is kind of a, um, a hot topic right now, of uh, being able to, to go from a, a base three, three stack to a more of a three high structure, especially versus some of these spreads. So I'm excited about that. So, um, I'm going to, like I said, start out with some, uh, linebacker play, um, and in the stack, um, and, you know, coaches, you know, some of the stuff that we try to do on here is for everybody not just stat guys. So, you know, when I get guys that will talk some position specific stuff, I feel like that helps people across the board, not just not just a stat guy. So looking forward to that. So as a as you get into the stack, uh, do you coach all three or do you have um, or do you all split
1: that up? Coach, all three. I, I, I think that's a. Uh... Real critical, um, especially, you know, we talk, you talked about going one high and three high, always start with one high first. And so having those guys, those three guys as a unit, uh, being uh, somewhat interchangeable uh, is, is huge. Um, but, yeah, keeping all three of those guys together. At practice,
0: we do the same. And so I, I'm just kind of curious. At practice, do you find it challenging when you get into the one high to, to three high? teaching those guys just by yourself as being a box guy and then being a removed guy. Do you have to, I mean, that's really, that's two different positions um, within the same schematics. I know that, you know, I, I like being all three together, um, but sometimes I think it, it is that's that stack backer you remove to the field is a little different than that box player
1: to the boundary. You are exactly right. And, uh, and I would be honest with you, coach Carter. Um, it, I believe that there's no cookie cut way to do it. I think it's just kind of how you want to build in your system, the type of personnel that you got, um, and uh, and and or are you gonna sub? You know, are you want to are you just want to sub being a sub package uh, and bring in a true apex player out there, right? And so I think it's just uh, based on how you want to build. But for us, um, I try to build those fundamentals in those stacked backers because they are versatile for us Um, especially like in our one high stuff when we get three by one coverage that boundary uh, stack backer really becomes our curl flat guy so he kind of already understands how to play skiff what we call seam curl flat he already understands how to play kind of outside the box based on where the trips are so by already teaching that uh, three by one minus somebody might call it. Um, they understand those fundamentals kind of playing outside the box.
0: Yep, I'm 100% on board with you right there. I think that, like, you kind of mentioned it last year. I told people when I was doing some clinics this year, like, we're a three three, you know, as far as personnel. But if you looked at who I had on the field last year, sometimes we were a three two six, sometimes yep. we were a three one seven, depending on. I mean, when you got DB guys that you want on the field and you put some of those safeties down, well, they do a really good job of that overhang, and they add a lot to the pass rush and to the the coverage. Exactly. uh, we'll personnel that stuff based on who we're going to play as well. Um, So let's start in the box, if that's okay. So just base, football, stance, keys, um, you know, reads, that kind of stuff is is across the board. You can go stacks and then, Mike, however you want to do it. Just base, 3-3
1: stack football. So our base three-three stack. So coach, we start out. We call it three steps to a perfect play, and uh, and number one is stance and alignment. And so we tell our guys, if you get these three things down, you're all. This is how we grade our guys, and so uh, and that starts with stance and alignment. And so our stack backers, uh, you know, coach, we're going to be 40s. We're going to we're going, and I tell them you're going to be head up. We call 40s head up over the offensive tackle. Um, and 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 so we're going to be head up over offensive tackle toes at five yards. Uh, we want being at the ankles, knees, hips, um, and and we want. To, I tell them big butt. Hey, I want a big butt. Put ourselves in a in a uh, in a position to uh, to to do a power clean. And so I, I'm always as a strength guy. I'm always trying to incorporate, translate what we do in the weight rooms what we do on the football field. So like we're in a power clean type position. Um, and so that's our stance and that's our alignment. Um, and and then read and run. So steps two and three is read and run and then turn over and tackle. So read and run is always where our eyes. And so we' I'm always I'll, I like coaching the linebackers on the opposite side, so facing them so I can always see their eyes because man when you when you start getting these guys going, you coaching them and, and you got them running around at practice, and they're screwing up, a lot of times it starts with just their eyes where they were pre-snap, you know, that they didn't see the guard pull or they didn't see the counteraction. Um, and so I like to see where their eyes start. And so, again, their eyes, I teach for their uh read key is uh, guard tackle bubble. I'm still talking about these stat guys. So the stat guys are guard tackle bubble. And so the guard tackle bubble identify as the bubble in between the guard and tackle from shoulder to shoulder, knee to knee. All right. Shoulder to shoulder, knee to knee. And I, t- I try to use their language. I say, take a screenshot. So I want a screenshot. Boom. The guard tackle bubble. We do not key on a guard. We don't read through guard to back near back. Um, I've just found it, I, coach, I, I, I'm certified in special education and I've just I've I've, <laughs> I've seen a lot of dyslexic kids. I've seen different things. So I've kind of morphed into this. Um, because when we try to mirror the back, sometimes you got dyslexic kids. When I mean, you're talking about mirroring things, that's just going crazy for them. So I give them a screenshot, and, uh, and we're able to see any kind of movement between the guard tackle bubble, and that's what we want to fit based accordingly. And so my, so then I go to my mic. My mic is what I call a free safety of the box. So he's at six yards. So I put him toes at six, and, and, and he is stacking the, the center. Uh, He's stacking the center, um, same stance, uh, but his alignment is, we call it a double zero. He's stacking the center, and his read is guard to guard. He's reading guard to guard. He's reading a bubble from guard to guard. So his vision, his bubble becomes huger, but that's what he's seeing. He's seeing guard to guard and that's what we're looking at. We try to get out of looking in the backfield or through to the backfield. Um, Again, just with special ed, I try to keep it as simple as possible. I try to get less distraction for them in their eyes and what they see so that they can make a distinct read, play fast right now. Uh, And then obviously turnover tackle. So for three, that's turnover tackle. That's We call it 1130, 11 hats to the ball, three and out. And so – we want to either create a turnover or be in proximity of the tackle or making the tackle in the whistle blow, And we grade that by the clip. So when we stop the clip, if we don't have all 11 there, or if you're not part of that 11, you don't get a perfect play. And so if you've got, uh, you know, we play 50 snaps and you only got 20 perfect plays. If you don't get all three of those correct, you don't get a perfect play we're looking for somebody else to fit your spot. Uh, So that kind of goes into how we grade our guys. And that's, that's all together, all eleven players. I like
0: the uh, bubble thing again. I think you know, going through this thing for the last <clears throat> two years now, you know, that's I, I, one of the questions I I ask a bunch is 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 where are their eyes at pre snap? What are you teaching? You know, you have a lot of guys that are hey, we're gonna you know, our read is near back, or some of them are just guards. I talked to um, I talked to a couple of guys, um, and, and theirs was. You know, we're going to read through the guard to the bat, like you were talking about. You know, we wanted to see this through that one read to our next read and all those things. So I'm with you, you know, at the high school level with the amount of time we got. The the quicker and the easier that you can make things, the the better your kids are going to play for sure.
1: That's, that's true. And Coach Carter, I'm telling you, man, My and my why to it is, uh, I mean, you just kind of learn as you go. But, um, you know, Head coach Victor Floyd, I worked with him at Chester. We want to say championship together. He, he he he's very unconventional, you know, Very unconventional, uh, but very effective. And so, I mean, you sit there and you say you're gonna key guards, he's gonna pull tackles only. So then to you, your linebacker is gonna get a base ring. So he's gonna fit at a base, but the guard, but the ball's going the other way. You see what I'm saying? And you lose two defenders because now you lose that that tackle because he's getting based. You see what I'm saying? He's getting blocked, and you're just coming down and filling that gap. And so it's just like you, you lose two guys. So to me, as I start seeing that tackle pool only. And then you get counter trade. So then you start reading backs. Well, the backs giving you fast flow. Well, man, I don't care what linebacker, I don't care how good a linebacker he is. He get fast flow. And you teach him to read back. That's something gonna get fast flow. He's out of there. That quarterback's gonna run right up the pipe. Now they're running gap scheme right up. You know, they're running right up the pipe on you. I mean, and that's the defense coordinator's worst dream. So I just think in, you know, think about all the things you can as far as what's going to put. Because offensive guys, all they want to do is go against our rules. A good, a good offensive guy, he's going to figure out our rules and try to build in offensive schemes and go against the rules that we teach. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do. And that's why I like three, three stack. Because if you want to zone read and read the in-man and read the stack guy, you don't know who is what, you don't know who's going to be the read. So I'm trying to screw up your quarterback truck and his trust in your offensive scheme. By the third quarter, he don't trust what you've taught him all week because his reads are all screwed up. That's that's my that's my goal. As and they so move I,
0: outside the box, to where instead of reading the guard to tackle bubble, do their eyes just focus to the tackle now? Say that one more time now. If that guy, when he moved you to your three high with those stacks and they remove outside the box, yes. now they don't have a guard tackle bubble because they're outside the box.
1: That now is are correct. They more of a tackle read. That is. Yes, sir. So now, so, so now that it, it, it you're exactly right. So if now, it, now they eyes can go onto that tackle and they can see through that tackle and then now they can make their, their fit off that tackle. Now, again, when we go, when we go three high coach, you know, and and I, I can get there, we're very specific, right? We're very specific. We we really want to be, we want to be a cover three football team. And so we're we're real specific. So when we go to cover three, you know, we want to play a certain coverage. We want to play a certain coverage that is it, that it's for them, it's muscle memory, it's the same thing all the time. And then we want to disguise with cover three, they know they're a fire zone anyway. So they're hitting their gap. So, it puts them where they need to be. So, we try to be very simplistic by being multiple at the same time, very complex to the offense. Um, but, I, I hope, hopefully, I answered your question there. I'm yeah, I sure. Know. Yeah. I just, I try to make
0: it as simple as we can. Like, you know, in the box, read through the guard, outside the box, read through the tackle.
1: Yep. That's like, it.
0: You know, if you're just day one install, not worrying about back alignment, not worrying about back depth, none of that kind of stuff, just, hey, that's where your eyes are right now. You're you right. Know, it, it, whether you're inside or outside the box. Just, again, trying to – we're not necessarily simple as far as schematically, but I try to make our rules and all those things as simple as I can. Um, That's it. You know what I mean, to, to do the, to, for those things. When you start talking about, you know, the, the different kind of scheme stuff that we see zone read out of – to me, like, when you start getting – into a three three structure, you're probably getting more of attached tight end stuff. I don't if I'm gonna be a three three box, zone read doesn't really worry me. Um, oh. you know, because I've got re that I've got quarterback players, I can put freaking five on the name, you know, dive. I'm good on zone read. Um oh. you know the RPO part kind of message, that's the part you gotta have answers for, all those things. But but we're okay with that. The, but as you start getting into, you know, Gap scheme stuff where they're pulling and all that stuff. Are you waiting on the backside? Are you working over the top? you got anything specific you'd like to do versus guard pull?
1: Yeah, you know, so, yeah, so, Coach, I love – so, as a 3-3 guy, I love gap scheme teams, right? I love gap scheme teams because they're identifying what they want to be, and we know where we're going to go, right? There ain't no cutback. And that's what I love about counter and power. They can't cut back. You know what I'm saying? You can't cut – if you cut back, you're going to get – you're going to get killed. Um, and so in the rules of power, you can't bend it back. So everything's going to be front side and it's got to hit and we got to be there to, to match it. So that's the kind of football I love. So on this, as far as for us, if we're, if we know we're predominantly going to get a gap scheme team, because I'll be honest with you, we're going to pitch the heck out of the front. We're going to pitch the heck out of the front and we're going to get it in the hip pocket of a guard pool. And, or we're going to make you have these super tight splits, right? So then, all it does is spill the football for us. And so we talk about our guys that just day one as far as run fits. Uh, I, I give them analogies. Um, I tell them Kool-Aid. We want the ball carrier to be like Kool-Aid. And I give an example. When you're a kid, you go in the refrigerator and, and you ain't supposed to, but you fix your cup of Kool-Aid and then you spill it and all the Kool-Aid splatters on the ground. And, you know, the guys are like, yeah, they've all experienced that. But that's what we want the running back to. We never want a ball carrier to be spilled right into a cup like straight gap. We want it to spill. We want it to scatter it all across the floor. And so that's the imagery I give those guys. And so they understand that back has to go east and west. So gap scheme from the backside, we're going to, we're going to win from the backside. We're going to gain our defender. And so our overhang guy will be our BCR player, bullet counter reverse. And then our stack linebackers, let's just say, you know, they're pulling to the right. Our, our left stack linebacker, based on his guard tackle bubble read, he gets pull, pull, pull. He's going to shuffle, shuffle. And then his aiming point is the front side of the nose. So he, he's he's I'm sorry, front side of the center. So he's going to play side. A. we're allowing that. Mike, I told you, Mike is the free safety of the box. So, yeah, he's an a to a guy, but we're giving him that free safety range like you would in an alley, Right. To your free safety. So that some gun can fit over the top, help us over the top, and also underneath. And so now they'll just replace. We have a BCR player from our our apex guy, our our stack backer from the left is wanting to fit front side A. We know the the nose is going to be put in backside A because it's it's he's pulling away from that side, um, and then our backside in. We're trying to get him in the hip pocket of the guard.
0: Yeah. The, the pinch part of it is interesting. I think that I probably went more toward, like, out of our true 3-3 three, three stuff, we do, we, we'll we slant a bunch, but we'll play some traditional five. But you're right. Like, I remember, um, and this was out of four down, but back in 2016 there was a team we played, and, and they did it out of a 4-2 shell, but they pinched the crap out of every defense lineman they had, and they said that the ball is not going inside. If you want to run it, run it somewhere else. Yep. And to again the same theory that you had is we're going to go ahead and take that take those inside gaps away so that it's got to hit off tackle the stacks will spill it and then now you have got everything running sideline to sideline. That's
1: it. And again, again, my job is try to go against your rules. You come in the game and film shows that you're 80% gap team. That's what you're going to do. You don't like running outside zone. You know what I'm saying, like you don't like running outside, you don't got the bodies, or you don't maybe that it, you know, what I mean that's not your scheme, ain't what you're teaching your running backs to do. So I'm gonna try to take that away as much as possible. We're gonna, awesome. you know, we just gonna spill, we're just gonna spill everything. Um, and we're gonna send you to the sideline and we're gonna run. And I mean, that's part of our drill 11-30 on cans. We're running to the sideline. I mean, that's our pursuit drill. So it it becomes practice, and that's I feel like as a coordinator, that's your job. Like, how can you that's why I tell our defenders how can you make the running back a dummy and a true agile, dummy, right? Cause that's what we practice on. It's a standing still dummy. Well, we do that by attacking his leverage. You know, we can't stop when we're attacking the ball carrier as a tackler. We've got to continue to pursue the leverage. Uh, and our, and we, you know, we, we do the halt tackle. So we're near shoulder, near hip, and we're bursting through. We're not stopping. We're coming together. I never say breakdowns. I never want to be broke down on I-85. So I said we come together, we come together, and we shoot through the hip, near, near shoulder, near hip. And so to me, that's how you make the running back a dummy because what you're going to do is that running back is going to stop his feet. Some of is going to stop his feet. And now that he's stopped his feet, you just made him a dummy. So like, how can I make the game – our pursuit drill. Our pursuit drill, we're on cans. We're sprinting through the sideline. You're getting thumbs up, thumbs down. So how can I do that? I'll spill everything and run and run it back to the south. You see what I'm saying? So just turn the game into practice as much as I can, and my kids can play super fast.
0: I'm with you. I like it. When you start talking about, um, you know, just base pass drops by those stacks, we've had some trouble uh, really here last year, I guess, of really those those drops, they're, they're focusing on getting too wide. Are you a pattern read? Are you a spot drop
1: out of your cover three? What do you like to do? So, Coach, I, again, I, it's it's kind of unconventional. So we are, you know, we're going to match it, but we are not necessarily truly matching. You know what I'm saying? That's why I call it, like, skiff. And so those guys, we call them skied. so they're seam curl. Uh, and so they never get to the flat because they're not flat players. Our overhangs are skiff players, seam curl to the flat. Right, so we're always we're gonna we're always gonna protect the middle of the field, the seam, cover the curl, and tackle the flat. And so, um, so our guys, as far as on their, they're always taking their read step. And so, I should go back to that man. Our read step is always favorite foot read step. Especially, I never tell them one foot or another. I ask them, "What's their favorite foot?" They tell me, "My, my right foot, coach." Well, that. You should always go, you should never fall step because you just told me that's your favorite foot. So take your first, take your right foot, take a step, read the guard tackle bubble. Now you get past. Now we're going to open up 45. All right. So I'm opening up 45 and I'm opening up to the scene. All right. And I just don't, nothing can come inside of me. Um and so, and those guys are understanding where's the twos, where's the threes. They want to be inside the twos, you know, period. Um, and our Mike linebacker, he's always relating to the three. And so that's his. he understands where the three is, whether it's the back or it's trips. So he's relating to the three. So we, we try to just keep it that simple. and So it becomes a spot drop. But based on where they where the where the routes are, we end up matching. Um, and and again, I, I coach I, again, I, I'm so special and so simple, but I, I just give him analogies and say, hey, man, when you're walking down the street and you you go by a freaking uh, a house that has a dog in it with a fence, as soon as you come up to that fence, what happens? The dog starts barking, and it's gonna bark the whole way until you you know pass that house, and then he'll start going in circles so you get to the next house and make sure you're not coming in his territory. I was like, but if you was to go inside that fence, what would happen? He's like, man, he's gonna he's gonna bite the crap out of you. I was like, exactly. That's how we're gonna cover. And so they get that visualization so they understand in my zone. You see what I'm saying? I'm gonna yep. protect my zone. And then when that zone gun comes to me, I'm gonna attach. We call that box strip. So now I'm attached, carry him across the middle or carry him till he gets to the flat. So like that's all I tell them, and then that's what we rip. Yeah.
0: Are you um are you letting those guys open up and run to those drops? You like to shuffle?
1: What do you like to do with those guys? So we're going to open up and run, and so we're going to again take our read step, uh, take our read step, six inch step, and uh, once we read past, we're going to open up forty five, and then I'm going to use my eyes and find that number two or find that number three, and then relate accordingly. And um, and so that's that's we we run a box drill, a drill that's and that's all we teach, and so that's how I teach them or how I'm talking to them on the sideline. Hey, you didn't box drill there. You let that guy get inside of us, you know, Hey, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't reroute the guy. You didn't even get to the box. You know, you didn't get to the corner of the box to carry him back inside Uh, because our whole purpose is to protect the middle. So we always want to open up 45 and we're looking to carry him back inside.
0: I like it. I like it. We, um, we've gone back and forth, really kind of like who the kid was almost, you know, like, what did he do well? What did he not do well? Or, was he to the boundaries, he to the field, If you're to the field, you got a little more width, you got to open up to the boundary, you don't have to open up, because you don't have to get any width, like, we've tried to go back and forth, but, yep. again, I think trying to find that, that simplicity aspect is, um, is something we're all looking for, for sure, as far as teaching goes. Uh, and, and Coach
1: Carter, I, I go back with that, with you on that, um, like, when I was at Mallet Creek, man, I'll be honest, you know, like. You know, we we've got we had the bodies, man. We had the dudes, we had the numbers. You know what I'm saying? First time I've ever been in a place like that, Uh, and so we could we could very much define. Hey, you're a field guy, you're a boundary guy. Um, But like when I was, you know, at a three A school, and and uh, and and we're shuffling guys, and we got some two way guys. um, It goes back to just you know how simple and complex can you keep it. And so that was kind of like the rule there where they just all learned it and they all 45, and then they all kind of just fit it that way.
0: Gotcha. So as we move into the structure, um, you know, I, I, one of the things Coach wanted to talk about was just the ability to kind of to be multiple and build the system between the one and three high stuff. So I'm going to kind of let him dig into that. One of the questions that I had was, do you marry the front stuff to the coverage or is that everything totally separate? So uh,
1: it, it, it's totally, it, essentially it's separate coach. Um, you know, um, it, when I say that it's because, you know, we're looking at our six, we're looking at it as our six man box, no matter what, you know, we're, and we're trying to, and we're trying to keep that six man box, However, and so like, you know, so starting with our one high, with our one high coverage, we're saying we're keeping six in the box We're our goal is to try to keep the stack. We want to stay stacked as much as possible. So in trips, we're going to stack, um, One of the rules, you know, one of our rules, and I'm just throwing it out there, and I I don't care because it's an adjustment and other offense have to adjust as well, but we we base our rules based on the apex player. So if he has a true split number two, then he's six and one, six to eight and one on that number two. And so if he has a tight end, he's four by four, but then the tricky part is, or an H-back, he's four by four, but then when you get a tray look, which you call tight end trips or an H-back trips, okay, now what? Right now that now that nickel or that apex player, his rule is bastardized. So that is when we essentially will kind of get out of our stack and then we will play a six with that uh, stack linebacker to the to that trip. side. We'll play a true six and he's a true two gap. And so he's literally trying to blow it up, keep the tight end off the seam and or fill the C gap and allowing that nickel apex player to still play. Cover three. Um, we don't have to do much with our shell, um, and so th- those are some those are some things you know that, that are kind of tied in. That that we say it's separate, but it's you know it's kind of tied in together. So we can still play our cover three. Um, but as far as being able to build from one high to three high, and I think the three three it allows you, no matter what type of uh, 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 defensive guy you want to be. You know, if you want to be a left and right guy field and boundary guy, or even a morph guy. You know, we got into that a little bit at Mallet Creek. I carried it over at Guilford, where we morphed from four two five three three. 3-3. We wasn't 3-4. We were true 3-3, three, three, morphing from four two five, uh, specifically only quarters. And so I just think, like, the 3-3, three, three, it allows you to do that, uh, depending on who you already are. So you can attach – you can create, implement this defense based on, you know, w- whatever you are. And so for us, um, you know – at, at Chester, we were, a, we we're a left and right team, so literally left and right, line up left and right, and we made all our calls L and R's. Um, and then we got to Mallett Creek. We're a field boundary team. We want to be able to morph to the field, uh, play some tight front, then go back and forth to a 3-3 three, three, uh, and be a field team. And so we we're based on the field. We had a personnel to do that. And So we were F and B and S and W words, and, and we built that. So we still, I still had the same defense. Had the same exact five-man pressures, same four-man pressures, same coverages, but we just built it on S&W or F&B words. Uh, and so I just think that just gives you the multiplicity to be who you are based on your personnel because you can only be what your personnel is going to allow you to be. So I think the 3-3 three, three allows you to do that. Um, the one high and three high. And so one high for us, we're not a, a big man team. Uh, we're, we're, we're a zone team. I I like zone. I like getting our eyes to the quarterback Um, as many eyes we can get to the quarterback, still send pressure, four or five man pressure out of our one high shell Um, and our apex players are huge in that because they really are DBs. And so we look at our one high structure as a three, three, five defense. Uh, And then that allows you again to morph as a four, two, five, Uh, but the three, three, five, those outside, those stack, those not stack, those apex players are your true safety type guys that you can teach uh, two to read. You can teach a palms coverage. You can teach them how to read two to one uh, because. That's what we like to do when we go three high. So, Coach Carter, I, I know some. You know, uh, we can. You can go three high, and a lot of times people play just a Tampa two look with the with the third safety in the middle of the field. You can also drop down and play a true cover three, um, or you know, uh, we like to just like I said, we like to just match it with quarters. And so that's our opportunity when we're going to play. Uh, you know, RPO type team um, that we can try to take the runaway um, depth in disguise. Uh, so we just sit there and we just sit and play one coverage and play, play two to one, play palms, read, play palms coverage. Um, and so we have the ability to do that. And it, and what it does is it allows those linebackers that are stack players not to have to learn too much. All they, hate, all they need to know is hook, curl off two. Period. No matter what, their hook curl off too. No matter what, um, and and and, uh, and, and so it just keeps it simple on them. Um, and then it gives you the versatility to who do you want to put at the middle safety. So for us, that middle safety, could be our field nickel. We can say, hey, I want our field nickel to just roll to the middle. Uh, if you're too, if if you want to, you know, and, and 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 sub in another guy. Um, or again, we allow our free safety. I mean, he's a hitter in our one hot stuff. So that guy, um, now is in the middle of the field and he is a linebacker from depth, you know, in our quarters. And so he's literally a linebacker from depth and now he, and he's literally reading the running back. You know, he's, he's tracking the hip of the running back relating to three fitting and then fitting off number three, basically being your might linebacker. Now you make your new Mike linebacker uh, QB spot, you know, and so they just kind of changed roles. Um, I feel like i kind of started ramble there, Coach, and start talking ball. Um, you can stop me here at any second. I'm just kind of talking through. Going well, that's kind of where I was going to go next. The, I was going to kind of head into what the,
0: the – just the very base. I know you said that you're not a big man team and you wanted to play a ton of cover three, so I assume that that was – a big part of your true three, three. And then you kind of answered it when you got in a three high, it was more of a a palms type stuff out on the perimeter and your free safety's kind of your high hole guy. Yes. Let me ask you this. In that right there, do you play that on the hash? Will you play palms into the boundary?
1: Yes. Yes. So we'll play palms into the boundary. So it will be so like, let's just say if they came out, Regardless, two by two, two by two, and, and the ball's on the hash. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it was mirrored. We were just mirrored. We were just cookie-cutter, and we would mirror it across the board. Um, and, we, and we would mirror that palms covering across the board um, because I, I look at it as we – for us, man, we, we just want to master. We want to master something. So we want to get as many reps as we can. And because we're not basing – you, I feel like you got to play some kind of quarters, especially what the game is now. You got to play some quarters, and we don't want a base out of it because uh, I, I, I can't guarantee them. I always had a personnel to do it, so we want to get as much reps out of it as we can, and so that's that. Like that's we're gonna go to that, and we're gonna take it away. You know, that's that's deal. What do you see the con in that as far as to the boundary?
0: The run fit like if you're playing a true palms to the boundary. So where we got ourselves in 2019, I guess is kind of why we've kind of we haven't done it in a while to be honest because I don't I don't know if I'll go back. Um, but we had a school that started running counter GT back into the boundary. Uh-huh. And so that stack backer was spilling it and the corner was outside leveraging the safety it was pedaling and we didn't have to buy a spill it too um because they were playing the palm stuff trying to read two to one they had to shuffle out all that stuff and we we're just so late um back into the boundary so we've been more of a cover three into the boundary where i had a pony down the cassette and edge or some sort of you know true too high over there so that was kind of the I, we're trying I'm trying to find ways i really like palm stuff i just yeah. on that run fit it was a problem and Um, so we, we have went away from it for the last, really the last two and a half, almost three years now.
1: And so coach, so then you, you, you make a point, I'm glad you brought that up. So you do make a point. So we teach our, so we have a buzzword. So when we, when we run this coverage, it's a buzzword. And so it, it tells those stack backers that they are actually boxing because we tell them it. And so we just give them that rule. Like when you're outside of the box, you have to box. When you're inside of the box, you can spill it. And so that they just know that. And again, we cookie cutter it. We only do it when we do this. So they understand that they're essentially like, you know, uh, blitz contained, you know, essentially. Like we teach that whenever, whenever they're stunting and see gap they're they're, they understand they're like blitz contained. You know what I mean? They got to keep their inside shoulders up. Like in a three, three, one high, we send five man pressure. They got to keep their inside foot up. They gotta be contained, even though they're guy Even though we're sending them on a the stunt, we just don't send them in there. So then they understand that when we go outside the box, they gotta box it because our free safety is gonna be inside out. He's the mic, so like he becomes the mic. So like we basically box it back to him, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. No. You know that's kind of one of the alignment things we've had. Like if you if you were two by two in the middle of the field then we would we would apex both of those stacks but if you were if you were two by two on the hash we would keep our we would keep our wheel linebacker stacked in the box at the balls on the hash so that he wasn't so far outside the hash um as far as pre-snap alignment and all that stuff yeah. so that's just one of those things where i guess you right. got to make a decision if you want to remove them if you don't want to remove them you're going to have to adjust the coverage if you do want to remove them i think you'll be fine
1: yep yeah. No, you, 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 you know, you, you're, you're right, man. And, and again, and coach, that's why I love this game. Is because, like, you know, you can't just, you can't just sell a defense and say this is how you do it. I just don't believe in that. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. believe in that. Like when I learned this three, three, I we coach Coach Floyd gave it to me from you know, some guy from South Georgia or something that he got it off some deal. So, hey, when I got to him as his coordinator, I thought I was a 4-2-5 guy. Like, hey man, I'm gonna run 4-2-5. He's like, No, you're not. He handed me this PowerPoint. It was some, you know, South Georgia 3-3-5 stuff. It was three five three stuff. And uh, and I had to make it my own. And so, like, I, I think that's the beauty of one coaching defense. Um, and then just the, the complexity of it, of of who you are, and then making it your own identity, man. That's why I really love defense. Um, not saying, you know, you as a head coach, you got to love both sides of the ball. But I feel like you get in an offensive world. You start getting cookie cutter and, hey, we're this. We're married to the air raid. We do this. is how we do that. Um, but with defense, like you said, man, it's just so much uh, – uh, fluidity into it, man. That it's, it's just great, man. When you see it all develop and it, and it uh comes to fruition. We've kind of talked
0: about this already. Um, I think the thing that gets us three three wise or really any three down wise, not even not even just three three, but more more often than not now, I feel like on Friday night they're either they're doing it with a an actual tight end body or they're doing it with a different offensive lineman. And to create that three-man surface and get to more of an 11-personnel attached type look, I would imagine you still see that at Guilford where that the whole spread stuff, they still may be spread, but they're going to find ways to create a three-man surface with somebody oh. versus odd stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So how do you – what's your – you kind of hit on it a minute ago. You said you would walk a
1: stack down and play a and play a six. And so that would be – so let's go back. So those are rules built in for one hop. So if yep. we're in our one high structure and say we get, if we're in a one high structure and we get two by two pro twins, we get pro twins, we're gonna treat that as normal, right? We got a, we got an apex player or outside overhang, he'll be four by four on that guy. Depending on the game, he might be a nine technique. I mean, I'm just being honest. So we're gonna cover that edge with him. All right. Now, as, as I said before, it's three by one with an attach, okay? Now we're going to bring that stack down and play a six. And he's going to board drill that guy. Like that's just, he's just going to straight board drill that guy. We're going to take him out. And we're just going to take him out of the pitcher, but his eyes are in C gap because we always want to stop the run. And that keeps him the same. He's a C gap fitter. Boom. We're just going to, we're just going to board drill that guy. Boom. Um, and 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 that's that deal. Now we're in our three high shell. Okay. So we're in our three high shell coach we're going to let our we're going to let our quarters coverage handle him so this again pro twins and it's too high i mean we're three high pro twins man we we'll just make a we'll just basically make a man check to that so like that safety who's got his eyes on that tight end that's something going that's his man that's something going to block down he's a run fit, right he's coming down right now corner has the has the, the one receiver to the pro side um and so if we have, and so if it's trips, we treat our trips the same way. And So we, we kind of do an inverted, um, we kind of like inverted our, um, our palms sometimes. Uh, but like if it's three by one, let's say that tight ends to the trips, we're going to read two to one. We're going to trip, we're going to read two to one. And that's why I say it's inverted. We're going to read two to one with, our, with those guys, and then we're going to lock up that free safety. He always relates to the number three. So let's say the it was two by two, if it was number three, it would be the running back. He's going to fit off the running back. But now he's fitting off the dang on tight end. So if that tight end blocks down, he's a run fitter just like he was if he was fitting off running back. And then you got your backside safety who's an extra player. He's plus one. You know what I'm saying? He can be a vision guy. Now he's, now he's relating to the back. Cause that's the number four guy. So now the running back, if it's a run play, he's fitting off the near head, put it back this pass, He's helping with the one. So that's kind of how we take care of that. And I'll be honest when they go tight in three highs, the way to go and playing some type of quarters behind it, whether you want to read it, mod it, whatever you want to do, that's the answer. And that's what we found. That's the answer.
0: Yeah. I think playing out uh, of me and, uh, you, you kind of threw me back a little bit a minute ago when you are talking about Coach Floyd and he gave you a 3-3 three, three playbook. You said from South Georgia. It probably was from Camden County. Um, and that's where I was down in 11 and 12 with Coach Heron. They've been running that thing since like 2000.
1: Coach Heron is my guy, man. I went and visited him. He came back to Camden County. Uh, but he was at T.L. Hanna down here. And we would do the we do the defensive camps with him. Yep. And so ever since we've been doing that with him, we've always implemented it Uh Got Mallet Creek to do it, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still doing that. The defensive camps, man, so, no
0: yeah, Yep, uh, Coach Aaron is definitely my mentor, one of the reasons why I'm in this spot, for sure. Um, as you get into the three-high run game, defending the run game, all right, just something simple. You don't have to do a ton right here, but let's just say two-by-two, two, middle of the field, and you're getting – you got a big-time zone read team. Um, yep. From a start – just kind of defend – Inside zone for me, from the front to the really to those those overhangs.
1: Got you. And you said we're in a three high or one high. We're Let's go three high. high first. Okay, so we're in a three high, and so coach, we're in our three high, we're in our three high structure. We're playing automatic quarters, so I just stay up front because um, what we're going to do is we're going to slant away from the running back. So regardless, so we got a zone read team right there. So up front, we're just gonna go ahead and slant away from the running back. Um, and that, and I, and I go back, coach. Game planning: Who's the best runner? You know what I mean? Is a quarterback better? Then we're gonna probably we gonna slant we gonna slant opposite, so the running back keeps it. So that that'll be based on that. So who's the best runner? So let's just say quarterback's not. So we're gonna go across his face, so that he has to pull it. Um, And then um, our apex. So so then that's our line right there. Our Mike linebacker, he's the only guy in the box. So he's quarterback spine. He's relating to the quarterback when we're in our two high shell. I'm going to take you back to our free safety because he is the new Mike linebacker. So our Mike linebacker at free safety depth, he is reading that running back. He gets he we call it married or divorced. So they get married. That means he's run. They come together. They get divorced, we know it's past. And he's gonna to relate to them. So they just got married. He's now coming downhill and he's tracking the back hip of the running back. That's his that's his track. Bam. So he's fitting that guy. All right. Um, and then going to our outside guys. Um, again, they're reading their their tackle. Um, and so uh they're getting zone two and or zone away. Uh, their eyes are fitting there, and they're going to fit that first. So they're going to come up. They're obviously going to box everything back inside. And then our outside, our two safeties and corners, man, they're in man coverage. They're probably getting ran down the field, some bubble action, and they're fitting off of that screen game.
0: Yep, gotcha. I'm with you. We've got a – we're just, you know, that two-by-two in the middle of the field. You don't get it a ton. You Know, but it, that's about the only time where you feel like that box gets spread out. Um, it does. you know what I mean? So, you got to have some answers in the box defensively, and I think it's the you know, slant away, you got to have a different way of doing it sometimes. We play some four stuff instead of doing so much slant in 2020, we were really, really good up front, and I had big, long dudes now, and so yep. they were they were. They were they were made me a bunch better coach, I promise you that. And uh but they were really good at playing a four because they were so long. They would just punch people, get their head inside, and then they'd come off and make tackles. Um yeah. you know, in this past year we, we weren't quite as heavy, so we did a ton, like you're saying, we did a ton of movement part. So that may change, you know, year to year out based on your personnel and, and those kind of things as well.
1: Yep. Yeah. And I'll tell you this too, coach, in that three high structure, when we and when I was at Mile Creek, we were big um what we would do – we now, I, I just gave you this is what I would do. This would be anywhere, and I'm thinking I don't got nobody up front. But we would stem the it we would call it away, away, away. We would stem the defensive linemen, uh to a three technique at the snap of the – right at the snap of the ball. So those guys will line up as fives. And then we would stem wherever that running back is. So let's say they're uh, a sidebar. Uh, the running backs always to the side, whichever way he cross face or whatnot, that lineman, that defensive lineman would stem two or three. And we would just basically want to take the B gap away uh, to on that zone side so that he couldn't potentially bend it back. See what I'm saying? And yeah. then again, because we've got the freak that might. you got to remember, you have to remember that the might linebacker is 10 yards deep. That's just, and you have to just kind of, change your thought. So again, what we're trying to get the mic to fit it. So we want that mic, we want that guy to fit it front side for them. So our mic can track the near hip of the running back and track it down. He's unblocked. See what I'm saying? Yep. So like we want to take that B gap away. There ain't no cutback right there. He's got to hit it front side andor our free and our mic line our new mic linebacker can track it down inside out. How do you
0: handle the arc by that tackle if you, you slant away from the back of much you get a lot of tackle arc.
1: Arcing up, um, well, if he's if he's we haven't, um, but I can see that. So if he's in that three high structure, he be arcing up to the to the to the to the quarterback spot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like especially two in a two two high deal, like in a three high deal, it's it's a three one box. So let's say he is slanting. Uh, and if we're slanting, see what I'm saying? It's coming from a head up. So, I mean, if he's arcing, um, we feel like we're going to make the play.
0: Yeah, y'all just, you all just tell that end just to slam it down, tackle the dive, the mic's just coming right off the butt anyway for the quarterback. Exactly. Yep, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, you know, I think that one of the things that you talked about earlier was just, you know, to be able to go in and out and do different things, I think one that gives you more tools in your toolbox, but – the at the end of the day, it's not necessarily how simple you are or how multiple you are anyway. It's really about the techniques that you're teaching and and do you have enough time to do that and how are you installing it and teaching it in order to be able to go in and out of these things and have a simple base-type
1: structure for your kids. Coach, that's exactly it, man. And I think that's what over the time that I've learned that I've liked I've scaled back, but I'm actually getting to do more because of uh, I'm actually getting it. It's how I'm teaching it. And then I'm like, all right, I, I've just taught this. So we already know, like I just said, we already know how to play outside the box because I'm already teaching us how to box drill. And I'm already teaching us how to play uh, three by one out of a one high structure. So now we can just do that. And now I don't – they're not learning a whole bunch of new terms and knowledge uh, terminology. Um, and, Coach, a, a good thing – I've learned this. And it's crazy. I got it from an offensive guy, Phil Longo. I listened to him speak. And so he's got, like, this sheet of paper that he gives his quarterbacks. And it's got all their drills and all their stuff they need to know to be effective quarterback, right? So I stole it. And so that's what we do on defense. Like, all my, all my positions, like my linebackers, we have a linebacker sheet. I give it to – I print it off and laminate it. So, and it has, it has all our run drills. It has all our pass drills, all the terminology, everything I just said, a snag, we call snag, how we going to block the stroke? Everything that we learn, the guard tackle bubble, they have a, a, an appendix and it's just on one paper. And I tell them, Hey, when you know, you can go through this. And at practice, you can come back and practice, say what you missed. And those are the terms we use and that's it. And so now we can put that into a three high structure or one high structure and they don't got to learn nothing else. And they just still play fast because they're not learning something different.
0: That was the name of the game. I talked to a guy, you know, he was said, you know, we went through and I went, he was a, a old college DC. And it's kind of the same thing you're talking about. He he was trying to help out a, a defense and a, more in an analyst role. And he said he was sitting there in practice and he just started writing down all the different techniques that they had to teach all these positions. And he was like, He met with the coaches, like, there's no way y'all can teach those and work those at practice every day. You know, so when you start talking about, you know, keep it simple, for me is to how many different techniques are you actually having to teach? If you can keep your techniques within a certain, you know, small group and then be as multiple as you want to but still teach those things, I think that's when you're you're getting somewhere and, and your kids will be able to play faster, but you'll also be able to be a little more multiple.
1: That's it you that's it coach that's the name of the game man. that's the name coach, of the game Coach,
0: you've been great man i appreciate your time i appreciate you coming on and spilling that i'm about to uh to go in and i'm going to re-listen and take my notes on this thing and then i'm going to get back in touch with you
1: no doubt coach man i'm i'm just uh just honored man for this opportunity uh i appreciate you asking you come on man this has been great i love your podcast man i appreciate what you're doing for high school football
0: coach again thanks a ton man Good luck to you guys, and if I never help out, let me know.
1: Yes, sir. Have Thank you,
0: sir. Way. Thank you again for joining us on the Compete with a Stack podcast. Uh, make sure you go check out our sponsors, Guardian Caps, at www.guardiancaps.com, as well as CoachCom at CoachCom.com. Those links will also be in the bio. Please rate us, and see you again next time.